A text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is chiefly our epistle reading for today. And these words of the Apostle Paul. This saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the foremost. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Ah, the beloved Apostle Paul. That great man of God who traversed over the entire inhabited world of his day to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That beloved Apostle Paul, who wrote such treasured portions of the scriptures as the book of Romans, and Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Ah, that beloved Apostle Paul, who was likely martyred in Rome for simply speaking the truth about Jesus. Ah, that beloved Apostle Paul, who watched, who sat by, and who approved as Stephen was stoned to death. Ah, that beloved Apostle Paul, who would go into the homes of Christians and draw out men and women alike and drag them to prison. That beloved Apostle Paul, who blasphemed the name of God, who persecuted the church of God, who hated the Son of God. Yes, it seems that there was no more zealous opponent of the early Christian church than a man named Saul, who would later become the Apostle Paul. And it was just not that he was unhappy about what these people were doing when they were proclaiming the resurrection of Jesus. No, he decided that he would use every bit of energy that he had to destroy that group of people. After all, in his mind, those Christians were destroying the one true religion on earth, Judaism. And Paul knew that religion well. He was trained in the Jewish faith, and his knowledge of that faith exceeded almost all of the other people that were around him, especially those of his own age. He sought to protect that Jewish faith as he had come to understand it. He would use words when that worked, but if it didn't work, well then he would use force. He would not let those Jesus people spoil his religion. You know, you and I have heard the story of Saul on the road to Damascus more than once. And in some senses, we therefore forget all of the amazement that should be in our mind as we hear that story. Oh yes, we remember how Saul met Jesus, how he lost his sight, and then how he had his sight and his soul restored. But sometimes we forget just how amazing it all is. And I don't mean here just amazing in the sense that the resurrected Lord Jesus appeared to him in a flash of light. 
but amazing simply in the fact that God chose Saul, this chief opponent of the Christian faith, to reveal himself to in order that he might use him mightily in his kingdom. That's mind-boggling. Truthfully, it would be like choosing Hitler to restore the Jewish state. Yes, Jesus chose the chief of sinners and made him to be one of the most revered saints in all of Christianity. But as we hear the story of Paul again this day, we should recognize that in the end, the story behind the story is really not just about Paul anyways. Paul says that he and his experience he could attribute to one thing, and that was that Jesus wished to reveal his perfect patience with sinners. Yes, the fact that Jesus chose Saul is evidence of how deep and wide and long the love of God in Christ truly is. It's proof beyond all measure that God is good and loving and kind to all people. And that should be a great relief to you and to me. For at one time or another, each of us has done something or lived in a certain way for a certain period of time that can cause us to wonder whether God will really forgive us. We can begin to wonder, is God really that forgiving? We can wonder whether God wants anything to do with someone like us who has done things like us. Yes, most of us have committed sins that we hardly will even admit to ourselves that we have done. And ultimately, we don't want to admit them because we fear if we do, then our souls might be shaken. We might wonder if we can be certain of our salvation. But today, the Apostle Paul is placed again before our eyes in order that we might be free of such fears and uncertainty. For if God forgave and welcomed into his kingdom the chief opponent of the Christian church, who had done grave and horrific things to the people of God, well then we too should know that he will forgive us for our sins. There is no sin bigger than God's grace. That's what the story of Saul being made Paul tells us. For all the sins of the world have been forgiven when Jesus died upon that cross at Calvary. And that is meant to free us. That is meant to let us know that there is no sin that we have to try to hide from God. For you see, we can know that every single time we confess a sin to God, whether that sin in our mind is teeny tiny or the biggest sin we can think about, it'll be met with forgiveness. And there's no doubt about that at all. The scriptures say it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. In other words, we can go to God in repentance knowing that he is kind. We can go knowing that as we confess, he won't just pound us down with his fist. He won't just tell us over and over again about our sins. But he will forgive us. 
what he's in the business of doing. Forgiving sins and giving new life, both now and for all eternity. And with a God that gracious, why would we ever try to hide anything from him? Why would we ever try to hide ourselves from him? Do you have sins that you haven't confessed to God? Are you playing the game that you think that if you don't think about it, God doesn't know about it? Do you have sins that you try not even to think about in your mind? Are you afraid that maybe God won't forgive you? Well, if so, think on Paul. God forgave him for blaspheming his name, for persecuting his church, even for hating his beloved son. That's the God you're going to when you confess your sins. No, you're not going to a strict judge looking to uncover more sins to punish them. Instead, you're going to your loving Father who wants nothing more than to forgive you. So if you think somehow that your sins are too much for God, you're kidding yourself. And that lie that you're buying into was planted in your head by Satan himself. So next time that happens, just remind Satan of the one thing he never wants in his mind, the cross of Christ. Remind him that because of the cross of Christ, that insolent man named Saul was forgiven and made the great apostle Paul. Remind the devil that the apostles' sins were forgiven at the cross, that the entire world's sins were forgiven at the cross, and yes, that your sins were forgiven at the cross. Just confess your sins, and God gives you life, for he loves nothing more than to do that. Your sins seem massive to you. Know that for God, they are nothing more than a bump in the road, if even that. He runs and he jumps right over them in order that he might embrace you with his forgiveness. God chose Saul, I'm sure, for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is so that you and I might know just how great his love is towards sinners. He's not looking for the proud and the perfect. No, much to the contrary, he is looking for those who are broken and humble. So are you a sinner? Well, good. Come to Jesus. He will forgive your worst sin. He will forget that period of your life that causes you great shame. He will make you brand new. And this is not just for you. This is the good news that we get to carry out to everyone else as well. When we're looking for people that we might share the gospel with, we shouldn't judge a book by its cover or even by its contents. For you see, God came to save all sinners, and he came even to save those who are most obviously sinners. There is no one in this world who has stacked up enough sin 
that that has made them beyond the reach of God's grace and mercy. So share that good news with whoever will give you the chance to share it. Tell them that God forgave Paul despite all of his great sin. Tell them how he used Paul mightily in his kingdom. And then tell them how God forgave you of your sins and uses you daily in his kingdom. And then share with them that good news, that the same is true for them. That God has forgiven them of all of their sins and wishes to use them as well in his kingdom. Paul was not beyond the grace of God. You are not beyond the grace of God. No one in the world is. And so today we should leave here again, pondering what is the height and the width and the love of God. That love that he shows us in Christ Jesus. Leave here today overwhelmed by the scope of God's grace. Yes, you must leave here today knowing that you need not worry about confessing sin because forgiveness awaits you. Even if you are certain that you or someone you know has pushed Paul out of the way and has taken over the title of the foremost sinner on earth, know that God's grace is big enough to handle. He has died and he has rose in order that you or they might be made whole. It's the Father's great pleasure to give you the kingdom. So fear not. Repent. For as you, a sinner, repents, all heaven rejoices. Amen.